The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great is on uh, Saturday afternoons at 2 on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Hey, that's now. We are on with Holly Bowers from Roofworks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier in just a moment. But let's welcome in Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. How you doing, Joel? Hey, Dave. How you doing? We always talk with you about whole home generators. And we always brag about the fact that you've got sort of a, a backdoor information a gathering device because whenever a generator kicks on you know it now that's, that's right last night what happened was there a lot a lot of generators in north carolina kicking on well what we did see you know we have generators uh all across the state um and and 90 percent to 95 percent of our generators are wi-fi monitored through uh through comfort first yeah. Uh, if that's what the customer would like. And uh, what we saw last night is uh, we were monitoring power outages that were starting uh, towards the Charlotte, going towards Monroe and Rockingham area, Yeah. Um, uh, kind of towards that lower easterly uh, path, Fayetteville. Uh, but what we're seeing today, uh, we've seen that uh, a lot of the generators are not running. Right. Uh, so this storm is not as significant yet. Uh, as it was last weekend. Uh, now, with tonight, when we start seeing some of this stuff uh, thawing out and freezing back, I'm sure we're going to see some generators come back on when we see some damage from tree limbs. All right. I I like the idea, first of all, that you can tell this, but why would somebody want Comfort First to be monitoring their generator? Well, it's all about proactive customer service instead of reactive customer service. Uh, as of like last weekend, uh, we were all on call. Uh, we started seeing power outages coming in pretty rapidly. Uh, if there was a generator fault or some of our customers pay for a certain type of service, uh, you know, we had generators running last week that uh, were running for three to four days, sometimes five days straight, especially in Moore County towards Pinehurst, Southern Pines area. They had a lot of damage down there. Yeah. But those those engines require uh, just general maintenance or require some type of TLC, uh, whether that's adding oil, uh, whether that's just checking fluids, whatever that needs to be done. Uh, and some of our customers are, you know, up in age where they just, we, well, we don't want them out there walking on ice and trying to check all that. So they'll just uh, we'll look at them. We'll we'll monitor how many hours they're running, uh, and then we'll send a service truck by just to verify everything is good to go. Um, it's just again about more of a proactive customer service than a reactive customer service. Joel, thank you. I appreciate it. Listen, we'll we'll see you in the next winter storm, if not before then. All right, y'all be safe and take care. Thanks, Dave. All right, thanks. Everybody got to stay safe in this weather. Uh, we've got Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier joining us along with Holly Bowers of Roofworks. Holly, are you right there? All right. How about Brock? Hello, Brock. 
How are you doing, Dave? Good, good. So far, I'm good. We're we're Holly free yet, but I think Holly's going to check in with her. <laughs> you, she'll check in with us. Rock, how you doing? You're you're uh, obviously a home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got snowed in over here in Garner. We had some pretty healthy snowfall, uh, about three to four inches. The roads are just now starting to kind of clear out over this direction, but I thought it would be uh, a little bit safer to call into the show today. Sorry if my audio was a little off. That's all right. We understand. Listen, I you know, honestly, I got a lot of people at my house who just said, Dave, don't go. Don't go. Yeah. And I, I said, nah. <laughs> This is not a big deal. I will tell you the whole idea of refreeze is a factor because our overnight low tonight is going to be 19 degrees. But, you know, even now, it's only 29. So it's, you know, we're frozen up solid at home. Yeah, Um, we're going to have some icy roads again tomorrow morning. Uh, You know, I just tell everybody out there, be safe, take your corners nice and slow and as you know, my grandparents told me when you're driving on ice, it's, yep. you do it like you have a glass of nitroglycerin sitting yep. on the dashboard. Take it, your time and go really slow. As a, as the resident Yankee, I just want everybody to know you can't drive on ice. There is no skill level that somebody can bring to the roads in in this condition. <laughs> There's not. I can teach you how to drive in snow, but forget it. If you're driving on ice, be careful. Just go slow. All right. Well, I'm glad we had uh, Joel on the show. This was a perfect time to, yep. to bring him on. I know there's a lot of people looking outside worrying and, and being concerned that we might lose electricity. And really the only way to be able to take a breath and feel confident is, is yep. having one of those Generac generators. Are you going to get some uh, days off for the next couple of days? I mean... Are things going to get canceled for Triangle well, Radiant Barrier? Had, sure. We had to cancel a couple of jobs on Friday. We didn't know what the roads were going to look like. And since most of our transport is done with truck and trailer, yeah, uh, dri- driving on ice is tough enough if you're not towing a 3,000-pound trailer behind you. So we, we felt it was necessary to cancel our jobs on Friday. And we'll see how Monday looks. You know, we, like everybody, want to be safe out there. We want to take care of our people and other drivers. So we'll do what we feel is best and uh, safest for our guys. Sounds good. All right. I'm going to do another shout out and see if Holly has joined us. Holly, welcome. Hello. All right. Holly Bars from RoofWorks is not with us, but that's all right. We'll get her on. All right, Brock, talk to me about the jobs that you canceled. What? What are you guys doing right about now? Well, you know, this time of year, we're we're having customers call in with different types of complaints. The yeah. majority of them are our floors are really cold. Right. And we had a, a company come out here and give us a quote to put in a heated floor. Yeah. And it was grossly more expensive than we anticipated. So we're now thinking about just trying to encapsulate the crawl space which actually makes a measurable impact on the temperature of your floors. All right. Now, th- this is funny because, I, again, I would have gone through that whole process. Gee, we really need to heat this floor. But in <laughs> order to heat the floor, don't you pretty much have to destroy it? Well, yeah. In most cases, you're having to pull it up and install a, a certain type of technology, which 
will help to keep your floors heated. Um, same type of technology. Well, a little bit different than the stuff they use in sidewalks and driveways. Right. But it's, it's very expensive and you end up using an enormous amount of electricity in some cases to make that work. Right. Uh, sealing up a crawl space is going to help you for a, a number of different reasons. And, and just one of those reasons is it makes a measurable impact on how cold your floors can get. All right. I'm going to see if Holly is with us. Hello, Holly. Hey, can you guys hear me? Hey, hear you. Great. As <laughs> okay, we can, sorry about that. That's all right. It's not a problem. As folks can imagine, we're kind of doing things on a wing and a prayer. We're using the power of the internet to bring everybody to us rather than have, you know, Brock and Holly uh, drive in. All right. So Brock's in the middle of an explanation about encapsulating the crawl space. Well, I'm going to kick it over to Holly from RoofWorks. Holly, somebody somewhere is going to lose their gutters. Do you- <laughs> Let's hope not. I mean, the good thing is it's not quite enough snow to cause that kind of damage, I hope. But oh, you don't yeah. think so? Okay. All right. I Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm not quite sure what they got further up north, but sometimes you need quite a bit more to really cause ice damming in situations that unless your gutters were already loose and hanging off barely, this really shouldn't cause too much damage. But RoofWorks does that kind of work, right? We do. We certainly do. And this would be the time, especially when you have snow sitting up on the roof, that you're probably going to realize that you did have a roof leak. Right. Because now it's really slowly going to show itself. All right. You also do... Yes. Go ahead, Brock. Well, we actually ran into that with a customer uh, day before yesterday. Uh, They got a little bit of snow a few days ago up there in Durham, and when we went out to do the inspection on the attic is when we noticed that a great deal of their uh, OSB decking was saturated, and we were able to track down that they had a leak, and uh, the customer actually informed us that roof was only about two months old. So he had to reach out to his roofer to get out there and address the problem. When you have that much moisture, that much snow on your roof, Holly is absolutely right. That's when a lot of these leaks show themselves. They do. Is that because ice like comes in underneath the shingles? Well, it's, it's really just the accumulation. It just sits up there. So you don't, when, you know, when it rains, it's typically raining until it stops raining. But with the snow, the snow stays on the roof until it melts. So it really has time to sit on there and show itself more often than not compared to like a rainstorm. Right. We're talking with Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and let's do this. Let's uh, open up the phone lines to you. Uh, the next caller with a question for either Holly or Brock uh, wins a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call us right now, 919-860-9783 at Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Telephone number here is 919-860-9783. Call right now, FM 98.5, AM 680, and you will be first in line for a $25 gift certificate from High Park Bar and Grill, Holly Bowers and Roofworks, 
and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier joining us uh, now. Holly, talk to me about the maintenance program for RoofWorks. This isn't just another, you know, come on from somebody like, you know, the steak knives. You win the steak knives at the state fair, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not. I would hope. I would hope not. No, this is actually very tangible, and the whole point is for us to just go out there and um, get you an honest evaluation of your roof, the age, the lifespan, and what you're actually dealing with, so that we can help you maximize the most out of uh, out of your situation. So, what do you got? What do you guys look for in the initial? evaluation well i think the big thing is just going out there and evaluating everything trying to figure out the age the lifespan um what what condition it's in if you have any existing problems that need to be fixed or repaired and so on so forth so there's quite a bit that goes into that we 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 do inspections we have very thorough inspection reports because we just want to make sure that we explain it to you in a way that makes sense. And also it really helps you to understand where to put your money um, into the most, whether it's, if you've got 10 years left, we're gonna give you an honest assessment on that and all the repairs that are recommended to maximize the life. Or if you're getting pretty close to the end of the lifespan, right. then we're gonna talk to you about, hey, what makes sense? Does it make sense for you to spend all this money in repairs or should you just go ahead and lean towards replacement? Some roofing companies aren't all that keen on doing repair why are you guys doing it well i mean repair to us is is critical i mean one it's we know that there's not a lot of companies that do it or like to do it because it is a lot of work so but it's just as important as putting on a new roof because somebody has to be able to maintain that and um i guess that's where we fill in that void is it's, it's our niche but we don't care whether you're a $200 customer or a $200,000 customer. The whole thing for us is just making sure that we can find a solution for your situation for the immediate need. I don't and know. sometimes that's just a repair and sometimes it's much bigger than that. Holly, a lot of us just ride it until the next ice storm or until the yeah. next hailstorm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people oh, yeah. honestly don't even look up at the roof. I know. Well, honestly, the roof is is really one of the most important components of your whole house. So if that's not protected, then you're going to have major issues from, you know, the walls all the way. It's a trickle down effect. Right. Do people yeah, it, call it protects? It protects everything you own. That's yeah. right. I mean, every everything you own is under that roof. So if that roof fails, you're going to lose a lot of things that are very important to you. Yep. Um, it's so important to get eyes on the roof a couple of times a year. And that's one of the reasons that RoofWorks reputation is so strong is because they do repairs because these poor customers are reaching out to multiple roofing companies, trying to get them to come out and fix a small leak. Right. And most of them turn, turn that customer down. So when they come across somebody like RoofWorks who is a staple in the community established has an excellent reputation great customer service and they do a good job those are the customers that stick around for quite some time anytime they need their roof to be worked on they know where they're going to go yeah and i think and and the big thing for us especially myself being a part of the repair department for so long i've seen so much 
so many issues and things that that shouldn't have been done or shouldn't be done. So it's really, really made me much more passionate about what I do is just trying to make sure that when we are, especially when it comes to a roof replacement, we're doing all the right components to make sure that these customers don't come back into our repair department. And that's our whole thing. We want to give them the best roof job. We want to give them the best warranty. We stress about replacing flashings and all these other things that are critical because we know we see it. We see it on the other side when it's not done and what happens. Holly, a lot of people, that is the truth. A lot of people are aware that, you know, eventually their, their asphalt shingles will fail at some point. But a lot of people just assume just because it's metal that the flashing is it's pretty stable. Yeah, that's not the case at all. So there's so much, there's so much that goes into all of that. I mean, it's the detail work that's most important. And, and that's the stuff that cannot be rushed. It has to be looked at. It has to be done properly because that is where all your issues are going to come into play if, if that is not done the way it's supposed to be done. And if your roofer just no. comes up there and puts a half a gallon of goop on there, that's uh, is that a bad it's, sign? It's a Band-Aid is what that is. That's going to eventually come off. Now, Holly, if you guys run into rotting soffit or fascia when you're doing a roof, are you guys able to assist the customer in replacing uh, that rotted fascia or soffit? Oh, yeah, we definitely are, along with gutter replacement, um, yes. So we take care of all of that because the fascia and soffit are just as important in, um, with us doing drip edge and just making sure that everything is at the eaves the way it's supposed to be as well. So we have a whole crew set that just does that every day. I honestly have to admit that the one thing I fear is when somebody is going to either repair the roof or do something and then they say, yeah, I'm sorry, we have to have a conversation with you about decking. That sounds like the worst possible scenario. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and decking is one of those things. Like I said, I don't like change orders when it comes to certain situations, but yeah. the plywood decking, that's the only thing that you can't see until you get everything tore off the roof. Right. Once the roof is ripped off and you can see what the um, condition of the plywood decking is, that's when you kind of know what you're looking at. But with decking, I always tell people is you have a good indication of what condition your plywood your plywood's in is compared to how many leaks you've had and have has it been neglected or not right because most of the time you don't have as much decking issues unless you just literally haven't taken care of your roof and you've got leaks everywhere right well and a lot of it also has to do with how many roofs have been on that house that's that's true you know, as like well I've dealt with customers uh, when we owned our roofing company in Texas and we would go out and, you know, the, the roof just looks old. You know, we would sell it as, as pulling the roof off. But, uh, you know, after we got the shingles off, we realized that that was the fourth or fifth roof that had been installed on those boards. And what you run into is you need a nailable surface. If that board has had five roofs shot into it, yeah, that's a perforated OSB board. That's that's going to leak. That's and right. The, that's exactly the, right. the really good roofing companies notice that, mention it, get that stuff pulled off, put a fresh surface down, 
those fly-by-the-night roofers aren't even going to tell you. They're just going to shoot in the sixth roof, and now you have leaks a few weeks down the road. Holly, is there ever a situation where you should put one asphalt roof on top of another asphalt roof? No, I mean, we don't recommend that at all. So that's it, it just it's just trouble waiting to happen. And for really what it takes to tear off an existing roof, I mean, you're really not saving much money at all. And the headache that's going to come with that later, is it's not worth it. So we don't recommend that. How about an asphalt roof over a tin roof? <laughs> no. No, doesn't even make that doesn't even make sense. I know it doesn't make sense. That's the reason I asked the question, because people are people are getting offered that kind of thing all the time. <laughs> well, Dave, yeah. if 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 you've ever seen those trucks driving down the highway and the whole back of the truck is loaded up with pallets and shingles, yes, okay, those are trucks that are going to a job site to roof a house. Right. There's a reason that pallets to shingles have to be delivered on an 18 wheeler. Right. It is very, very heavy. So when you have multiple layers of shingles on your roof, I doubt your roof was framed in in the beginning structurally to hold right. that kind of weight. Right. They they when they replaced my roof, I don't know, six months, two years ago, um, the. They left me an extra bag or, you know, extra package of uh, shingles just in case. They left it at the beginning of the garage. And that's where it sat forever because I can't move that sucker. I can't (laughs) move that at all. It's too heavy. (laughs) All right, listen, we're going to pick up with Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier next. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680. WPTF Millie in Raleigh. I'm going to get you on in just a moment with Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Hey, Millie, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good. What can we do for you today? On the warranty for the roof, is the 30-year probably the best? All right, Millie. Uh, Holly, Millie wants to know what's the best warranty on a roof. Well, you, um, it, I guess it, the manufacturer's warranty is the best warranties that you can get because, like, just for instance, the five-star warranty with Certainteed, Certainteed actually is going to cover the workmanship warranty along with all of the products if there's any type of defect. So. You're, you're protected the most in that situation just because of certainty being such a huge manufacturer. If the roofing company itself isn't there, doesn't call you back or, you know, moves, shuts down, you're, st- you're still covered under Certainty's warranty no matter what. And, and so I would say that that is the best warranty. And Holly, and, how, many, how many years can we get? So with certainty, it covers 25 years of workmanship. Right. And then for residential applications, it's a 50-year non-prorated warranty for the materials. Really? 50 so years? Yeah. It's a, it's a great warranty. I would definitely say that. And that's Certainteed. That's the company that's, name? Yeah. It's under Certainteed. And then the other manufacturers have similar warranties as well. Some of the bigger ones, GAF does and Owens Corning does. 
Well, let's uh, let's. I would, I would have to lean. I would have to lean on certainty. I, I'm a big fan. Big fan of certainty shingles over GAF over Owens Corning has an excellent warranty. And as she just mentioned, it, think about if you had an issue with your shingles from another manufacturer right. and they said, "Oh, we're so sorry. We're going to pay uh, for you to get new shingles, but now you have to go find a roofer to install it and pay him the labor out of your pocket." Right. Certainteed is willing to pay the labor to have them fix it if there was a, uh, an issue with the material. Right. That by itself is is very very good. Millie, what do you think? Is fifty years enough for you? Absolutely. I think it would be. Millie, listen, I I'm going to offer you a twenty five dollar gift certificate to High Park Barn Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. They are the place for lunch and dinner. With daily food and drink specials, including the fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Indoor and outdoor seating available. They are at 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Thank you very much. Millie, thank you. I'm going to put you on hold just to make sure that we've gotten all your information. Telephone number here, 919-860-9783. And let's figure we're going to open that up right now. Um, As soon as the fellow's done talking with Millie, we're going to open up the phone lines again. 919-860-9783. Call now. We'll get you on. With Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Let me just get Holly to explain this again. When you say 25 years workmanship, what is that? Does that mean 25 years on labor? That's right. It means 25 years. Basically, that covers everything. So and somebody, if there is any issue at all, certainty is going to cover it. Wow. Okay. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, you're halfway through talking to me about, uh, to me about encapsulating my crawl space. Um, you Do you have more than one option for encapsulating we do we have several options for encapsulation all of them work very very well and they're all priced differently depending on your budget Uh, we're very proud to be able to offer uh, a new material proprietary material that we've been using for several months now which actually produces the same type of results you would get with a crawl space sealed with foam, right. but at about half the cost. So it's become very, very popular. I think we've installed a little over 100 homes at this point, and everybody seems to be very, very pleased with not only the results, but the price. Is it another foam product? It actually has some foam installed inside the material, but it is primarily an E-grade, non-perforated insulation. So much like what uh, we've discussed before as a radiant barrier product. All right, let's talk with Holly Bowers of RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier some more about Holly's company. Holly, first of all, how do we get in contact with you and what is the unique spelling of RoofWorks? Okay, it's our phone number is 919-852-2660. Uh, 
And then you can visit us on the web at RoofWorks, and it's R-O-O-F as in Frank, W-E-R-K-S dot com. Very good. All right. Talk to me about... I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. I've got a question for Holly. So, Holly, this last week, I came by one of our customers' homes to do an estimate on their attic, and they had just had a new roof installed by one of your competitors. Okay. Now, the roof looked pretty good. However, the customer had voiced his, let's just say, displeasure with how many nails he had to take out of he and his wife's tires after the roof had been done. What type of steps does your company take to try to prevent that kind of stuff? Yeah, and that's and that kind of stuff does happen every once in a while because there is there's a lot of nails. That's the big that's the hardest thing probably to keep contained and cleaned up. But we do put tarps out and then we also tear off the sections. We only tear off in sections that we can put back that same day, which helps contain a lot of that trash. Um, we do magnetic sweeps. We have crews that are on the ground that are constantly walking around cleaning up um, throughout the day and in the evening, obviously, but that, that is the big thing. It is, it's messy. It's one of the messiest renovations, I would say. Magnetic sweeps. Explain what a magnetic sweep is. So that is basically, it's a tool that you walk around and you pick up the nails and it's magnetized. So it pulls up all the nails and helps you to actually grab the ones that are probably harder to find especially in the natural areas. Um, but that's really what helps contain those nails to keep them all out of the way from tires popping and people stepping on them. I gotcha. Holly, if I'm going to do this thing with my roof and have it totally replaced, I want my choice of color and texture and whatever. I, I know you're happy with the certainty company and I'm sure they're a very impressive product, but I want to see a showroom. Well, then come on down to You got one? Office. You got one? We sure do. Where is the showroom? Reason, that's the reason why we have one, because we do want to have the, the, you know, the products are similar in a lot of ways, but the biggest thing that I've seen is the difference between most of the manufacturers is the color theme. So some have more shadow lines than others. Some have more natural, um, you know, brown tones than others. And that's, that's why we want you to come to the showroom so you can exactly see exactly what the difference is between all of them. My uh, my wife loves a candy that is a vanilla or a white candy with little <laughs> bumps on it. It's called a non-pareil. The same little bumps are on roofing. Now, <laughs> now it, might not, it might taste differently. What's the purpose of that? Does anybody know? granules yeah the granule come on guys you must have expected this question (laughs) (laughs) we off guard talking about white chocolate (laughs) the roofing granule (laughs) all right so so what is what is the purpose of a roofing granule and (laughs) should i care if they're all gone from my roof um yeah, you definitely don't want them all gone because if they're all gone, that means that your roof is should have been replaced a long time ago. So that's the granule. That's the coverage. That's what keeps the roof protected. So the better granule coverage, the better condition your shingles are in. Huh. I can't order shingles without those? Well, there wouldn't be shingles without those. That's wouldn't really be shingles without shingles. those. All right. 
Yeah, that's primarily designed of granules. So all those little bumps, there, there's layers of those that go all the way down to the asphalt backing. So when you start losing layers of granules, uh, it's very much like removing layers of grass in your yard. You're um, eventually just going to get down to the exposed dirt. And right, on a roof, unfortunately, when you get there, you, you get leaks. That's right. All right. Well, you explain with no granules up there. That would be a very slick roof too. So I'd say whoever's working on that needs to be very careful. All right. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier putting up with my questions on making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Um, Holly, talk to me about solar works. I want a skylight. Can you guys do that? We can. So that's what's so cool about um, SolarWorks is we're five-star installers through VLUX. And we can replace skylights and sun tunnels. And we can do brand new cut-ins for skylights and sun tunnels. So if you don't currently have skylights and you want skylights, give us a call. Because that's probably one of the coolest renovations that you can do in your space to open open it up, bring in more daylight. They've got um, venting skylights that open and close. They've got solar shades that open and close with remotes. So there's a lot of cool products out there on the market that you can do. And it, it make, really does make a big, big difference. And a sun tunnel does what? So a sun tunnel lets daylight in as well, just like a skylight. But with sun tunnels, um, those are good in certain areas like hallways upstairs, bathrooms upstairs, yeah. closets upstairs. But I always say anytime you can actually put a skylight in, the skylight is going to give you the best source of daylight just because it's a roof window. Where sun tunnels, the whole idea of a sun tunnel is to give you daylight, but it's just not going to be as much daylight as what a skylight can give you. But it works in those areas that you can't put a skylight so it's now, a great alternative for there, it. There are still people who imagine the the faded orange-colored bubbles as a skylight. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't make those anymore. No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> no, the polyglass. I mean, they had a lot of problems with those products. And I know people were scared to put skylights in for a long time because of that. Right. But the new, the new products they have... They're, the glass is great. It's energy efficient. And those skylights are really, really made to last this time. All right. When you say made to last, how long will they last? Well, I mean, we've seen some last 30 plus years, and that's even some of the older plexiglass skylights. So yeah. I think a, what, a lot of it goes into play is making sure that they're installed properly. And then also what kind of sun and weather exposure you have because if it's you know beating on the sun's beating on it all day it's probably going to break it down a little bit faster than a skylight that's in the shade in more of a shaded area right i'm having a hard time understanding why somebody would want a skylight put in by a company that didn't also do roofing work right that's right you know, I'm not I'm not quite sure, but for our situation, it's it's a perfect situation for us because we do roofs. So, I mean, we know it, any and everything there is to know about roofing and skylights because we put so many skylights in. We replaced so many skylights. So it really is just a perfect situation for us. All right. We'll talk more with Holly Bowers of RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Coming up next on Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5. 
AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great on every Saturday from noon until 3. I want to thank Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling for being on the show earlier. Uh, If you're interested in a Briggs & Stratton whole house generator, Joel's a guy to call. Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Of course, he was checking out all of the the generators in his, you know, in his purview, in, in monitored by his company, and he was able to give us a pretty good idea who lost power last night. Let's hope everybody stays safe this weekend. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier here with Bob in West Raleigh. Hi, Bob. How you doing? You asked the wrong question. No, I asked the wrong question. Bob, what's uh, what's your mood today? What's your mood like? Well, I'm breathing. Good. So, you know, above average. Excellent. Do you have a question now, for Holly or Brock? I got a question for Holly, although Brock may want to chime in on this too. Yeah. I live in a three-story house. Yes. The third story is finished, and it's got and it's heated. But I don't use the heat at all. It's all shut off because I use that floor simply as an attic storage. Yeah. It's, it's divided into two rooms. One's twice as big as the other one. In a smaller room, there is a exhaust uh, roof fan. Yes. Now, keep in mind, since it's finished, I don't have gable vents. I don't have a roof vent. I'm in a right. ridge vent. Only soffit vents. Okay. My question. And the fan is is thermostatically controlled. My question, I have two questions. One is, is there an ideal temperature or a recommended temperature to set that fan on? Uh, 90. You normally have the electric or solar fans uh, thermostat set at about 90 degrees. It should be about 90 in your attic on an 80 to 85 degree day. Um, so most, most of the fan manufacturers, uh, tell you to have that set on 90 degrees. It's very, it's very rare. We get that definitive an answer. (laughs) That's true. He says 90 Bob, listen, congratulations. I'm sending you a $25 gift certificate to high park bar and grill the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, including fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Indoor and outdoor seating available, 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Bob, hang on. Don't even hang up. Don't even, uh, you know, I'm not putting you on hold yet because I got a question for Brock. Well, I've got I've got a follow-on. Oh, you got a follow-on. Should okay. I leave the door between the two rooms open all the time uh, th- these are both finished rooms or is this yeah. an attic space to attic space no they're finished in the sense that they're drywalled and you know carpeted but sure it's not, i, I normally the- recommend leaving the doors open for airflow you know if yeah. you have one room that's closed off and is not getting proper airflow you can start getting funny smells in there um i'm sure you know what i'm i'm referring to almost yeah. like a stagnant space. 
So yeah. if, if you have the ability to leave the doors open just to improve the airflow, that's normally what I would recommend. Great. All right. You've been very helpful. All right, Bob. I'm gonna, Then I am going to put you on hold because okay. Brock, is he doing the wrong thing, Brock, by shutting off the heat to his upstairs? Yeah, not necessarily. You know, I, I have lots of customers that have figured out if yeah. they have two systems, one yeah. heater for downstairs, one for upstairs. Most of that heat from the bottom floor works its way up to the top floor. Right. So a lot of my customers have figured out if they run the bottom floor heater on 72, 73 degrees, it gives them the opportunity to turn the upstairs heater off. Believe it or not, that actually does a pretty decent job of keeping the top floor warm as well. So as long as you have good insulation above that top floor and you're able to retain a lot of that heat, Right. Uh, a lot of my customers have figured out if you're going to turn one of your units off, turn the top floor off and run the bottom floor a couple of degrees warmer than you normally would. And right. It, uh, it makes a pretty, pretty big impact. All right. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. Holly, we only talked about asphalt shingles. You guys do metal roofs? We do. We do every type of roof system that you could possibly have, want, or need. You also do copper flashing if people want it. We do. Copper is the absolute best type of flashing that you can possibly have. So I would always recommend that if you can afford it. If you can afford it. Yeah. How are copper prices? Uh, right now, I mean, material prices are all over the place. So um, copper, I mean, copper is pretty much expensive like yeah. it has been before. But, I mean, it's not anything more than the inflation has been around here. Other than the look of it, why would people choose a metal roof as opposed to asphalt shingles? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pros for metal. And nowadays, they're getting so much closer in price points. Right. But metal, if, it, if metal is done correctly, it's going to last you a long time. And plus, it's really energy efficient, which is the, probably the best pro to it. And with right. this climate where we have so much humidity, so on and so forth, I know Brock can speak to this, but metal is a really, really good option for our area. And it just looks great. Right. It, does it have the nice sound, or has most of that been engineered out? You know, when the no, rain hits yeah. it. No, yeah, you're definitely going to get the sound. Um, like I said, the big thing with metal is just making sure that you get the right type of metal system and the right contractor to put it on. Because if it's done right, metal metal is a fantastic option. And right. it really increases the value of your house as well. It does. Installation oh. plays a very, very important role with metal roofs. It absolutely um, does. You mean it, you do it, it, it does what? Reflect heat? No, no. Protects you from water. Oh. If, if a metal roof has been put in properly, as she's mentioning, yeah. you're going to get, I mean, decades of life out of that roof without any leaks. Right. But if you have an inexperienced roofer or maybe a roofer that specializes in just asphalt, right? if they put the screws in the wrong place, the nails in the wrong place, they're not gapped properly, um, it, it's not going to make the impact you were hoping for. So 
if you elect to do a metal roof, it is vital that you find a roofing company like RoofWorks that has a lot of experience in putting in those types of roofs. That's exactly right. Because if not, it could be your worst nightmare as well, because there's so much that comes with it. So much maintenance that will come if it's not the right type of system. I keep always going back to the fasteners. If the fasteners are exposed, you're going to have a lot of maintenance that comes with that. If the fasteners are hidden, like a standing seam system is the one that you want. That's going to be the system that's going to be the least amount of maintenance and all right, Holly, uh, Holly Bowers of RoofWorks, she sounds like she's fading. Uh, Holly, the uh, company uh, website is RoofWorks.com. Attention, everybody. Roof, just like the regular word, works as in W-E-R-K-S dot com. 919-852-2660. And Brock, how do we contact you at Triangle Radiant Barrier? You can reach us at triangleradiantbarrier.com or you can call us at 919-986-8808. Thank you, folks. That's making your home great.